I'll send some footage of the birthday bash on that too. I'll send some shit I can't show on YouTube, so y'all check it out. Anyway, man, I'm gonna keep it going. First person come from my man, Jay Fee's Jay Fee's up in Syracuse, New York. And it's already my dude, man. It's already my nigga. I fuck with him a whole lot on the music. He got some banging ass, banging ass CDs out, man. Two of them, man. Uh, uh, Hustle or Die, Birth of a Legend. You can cop both of them joints at CD, baby, or iTunes, man. It's all good. Jay Feasy. Anyway, Jay Feasy wants to know how did he recruit hoes to pimp on and where do he find them? Well, Feezy, I know you've been keeping up with your boy on Askerfilm, so I don't already touch bases on, on how. So you need to just go on and tune in and check out some of the footage on the net. As far as where, hey man, every time you step out your door, that's an opportunity. I don't care if you see a hoe at the bus stop, at 7-Eleven, at the Washingtonian, Tom Thumb, at Me Yards, at Walmart. At church, over the homegirl house, uh, over your homegirl house, it don't even matter, man. Wherever you see a hoe at, that's an opportunity to spark up a conversation, present yourself to the bitch, let her know what you're doing, and put your pimp in that. You dig what I'm saying? She either gonna accept it or reject it. There's the only two possibilities. You dig what I'm saying? If she's curious about it, I consider that as she accepted it. Claw it doesn't get it herself, or it does doesn't she allow matter it? how qualified you are in the system See, now of white supremacy. No, I love Oprah. I so love you either Oprah gotta be consistent with the argument. Do the white supremacists allow Oprah to have it, yes. or does she claw away at it? No, they, you can still be thorough, but they allow you to do so. Oprah things. didn't earn that herself. She did earn it herself. See, I think Oprah it earned matter. it all herself, and I think she might have had to work harder than someone else in her position. Now, why would she have to work harder? I've, obviously, because of uh, racial issues. There you go. Thank of you so much. Of course, we're on the same page. No, no, no. No, honestly, you in, a, in a lot it's, of ways, in a lot of ways, we are on the same page. I just think that you're confusing, or maybe purposely putting this idea of white supremacy because it's something you want to prove so bad. So we just proved that top. white supremacy dominates religion. What other areas no, no, of activity? No, we actually disproved that entirely. No, no, no we did not. No, you, I just you completely you. agreed no, with me that no. these idols reflect the people that they want to no, bring on. White supremacy dominates all. You talking about thousands of years ago? There wasn't white supremacy. I mean, if you within look the at, last five hundred years, that's when white supremacy rose. Islam, which is we're talking thousands of years ago, you know. There wasn't white supremacy then. Now there is white supremacy, and it dominates all areas. That's very of activity. convenient, isn't it? No, it's not convenient. That's <laughs> right, just history. Right when you have an argument, that all of a sudden that's just what happens. I mean, that's what happens no, historically. This is why. So you're upset that now white. Okay, so your argument is yes. Now white supremacy dominates religion. Mm-hmm. It does now. In all areas. Thousands yeah. of years ago, it didn't. No, it didn't because there was no white supremacy. Right. Because and when African people they, were ruling all over the place. When did they decide? that Jesus was white now or thousands of years ago? Um, no, about... What the fuck I'm going to say as soon as I see this bitch? You know, because <laughs> my thing, my thing is I'm playing. I can't help it. So why I sit there, smoke my little shit, and, and I ain't going to just sit there and all of a sudden see that goddamn broad, you know, and then uh, whatever I do with the joint, now I'm ready to talk to her. Hell no. Well, I'm going to plot how I get out the car how I exhale the smoke out of my mouth, and I'm going to plot how I walk over there to her. Why? Because I like to win. And what I'm saying is if I say, 
uh, I'm going to get out the car and I'm going to swagger over the baby. And I do it. I already didn't want one thing right there before the bitch and me even start talking. And I'm saying I'm going to set myself up for all kinds of little victories. And as I do that, I'm going to be kicking it once I start talking with baby. I'm going to be kicking it with her doing the same thing, setting my conversation up so that she got to say or agree or acknowledge something I'm saying on the affirmative or the positive so that I can keep saying what I'm, my line, which is the catch line. Girl, you fucking with a winner. I'm not one of these cats. Single bus are great. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I yeah, tell yeah. like I, I tell her something like that, you know, you 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 the kind of woman had me spilling my guts out, and you ain't gonna bust a great. And, and you know, she gonna have to convince me she would after that. You know, what, 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 what I'm saying, yeah, what, what I'm saying is, all of that depends on the situation because there is some choice things you could say to her depending on the situation. But I, I kind of was just feeling what you was asking, and I just used that. That may not be the choice one for the situation or a, for the situations or any of the you speaking on in particular, but shit like that, you have to do it, man. And, and, and when, you, when you do challenge them, you, you got to challenge them and give them an uh, uh, example of what they should be doing, you know, all the time saying that, they, you know, they ain't got the nuts to do it like that. You know, you you, mm-hmm. fake, you, fake, you, want, the, you want these fake bras, man. You know, you you gonna sit up here. You know, you talking about you ain't scared to get with no real shit. You know, you you sitting up here listening to me talking to me talking about how you like this, like that, seeing how real it is. You ain't gonna bust a grape like all the fakes. <laughs> yeah, because I think that 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 puts a sick and or puts you automatically kind of in that perspective in her mind. Like you ain't gonna jump through no hoops. You ain't that type of nigga. So, you know, it really frames that thing, that conversation from the get-go. Like, a couple things I might say. You know me. And it changed people all the time, man. You know, having somebody tell you what you can and can't do. Telling you, here it is, 9 o'clock, you got to go to bed. You got to be locked down in your cell. It's time for you to go to bed. I got tired of that. A lot of little things, man. And then you look, the little medical situations in there. You got something seriously wrong with you. But because so many people have done things to make the medical department take us for jokes, you know what I mean, you know, during that time or whatever, they won't taking serious cases serious. And all of that just played a part in my attitude. Let me say a little bit about, you know, when I first got to my first day in prison coming from receiving you know, which was June 28th of 1988, I got the Augusta Correctional Center. And when I got there, my younger brother, who was a year younger than him, he was already there. He had been there for about a good month. And like I said, I had two uncles that was already there. But the part that they put me in, I didn't know anybody. So, you know, guys was... uh, kind of standoffish, you know, ain't nobody know who I was, you know, in the part that I was in, so I set up a track. But if I, if I drive over 35 miles per hour, especially if I have it in power, 
then I'm charging up the battery. So even if I run out of gas, I got to be on some Keanu Reeves shit. If I run out of gas, I can keep driving the car so long as I'm driving at about 35 miles per hour. It helps keep the battery charged. So if I'm, if I'm like on a road trip and I got some stretchaways, straightaways, I can survive. <laughs> I probably, I can keep up a good 15 minutes or whatever on that battery. But yeah, this shit is hard, yo. Come on, man. This shit is hard. Come on, you be lying. You be lying if you be lying if if you say this ain't hard. That's what I do. If you want to see it tomorrow, catch me on my Instagram or something live. You want to catch me? You want to see me in it tomorrow or the day after tomorrow? We do that. Only time you not is when I decide I gotta switch the damn car. And when I switch the car, that's when y'all say, oh oh. When I switch the car, that's when y'all oh he written he written. Come on, man. But anybody that's around me, they'll tell you, Polite rents cars out. I don't rent the fucking car. And there's nothing wrong with renting cars. Because if I was renting these shits that much, then guess what? I got bread. If I rent these cars out, I I'll take that. I'd rather take the fact I'm renting the cars than the fact I own them, to tell you the truth. Because the type of cars I'm renting, it costs thousands of dollars in rent. And then you got to have security fees of 2000 2500 to put down, yo, just for a day. So salute to me. Y'all give me more credit when y'all say that. Y'all, y'all got mortgages. He probably doesn't make, you know, he doesn't make a lot. So, what I tell y'all to swipe on him, no. But if you know the game, if you know, you know, then I would swipe on them. But anyway, so that's it. You swipe on people who look like they have money. You're going to look at their job. You're going to look at their profiles. You're going to not swipe on people that say they're looking for affection. Because we know what they're looking for. We know what they're looking for. We're not dumb. You know what I'm saying? Especially you, you're going to be a young tenderoni on there and you're going to be like, yeah. And they're going to be like, yeah, they're, they want the punani. So I wouldn't swipe on them. Um, definitely when you have conversations with them, this is what, this is important. And I don't think people think this is important enough, but it is. Do not, when I say this, like some people get on my nerves. Some of y'all get on my nerves, but not all of y'all. Very few of you guys get on my nerves. I've seen somebody comments like, I told him I was from a different city and he wants to meet up. And now, okay. You told him you were from a different city and now he wants to meet up. No, this is what you did. You told him you were in a different city and now he wants to meet up. There's a difference. And I'm going to break this difference down to you guys. Because if you are in a city and you are saying, like, this is an example. I'm in Dallas. So I'm from San Diego. So when I meet people, I immediately tell them, I'm not from here. It makes you... Are you walking away? Damn. I mean, what you Ask got to offer? Girl. I can give you the nice world, baby girl. You got to be worth it. I you ain't got to be perfect, though. You worth it. Yeah, uh, so okay. you number of your phone? Yeah. I guess. Hold up. I should have paper stuff in your basket. Yeah, you already got girls' numbers. Damn, nah. I ain't got nobody number my phone. Damn, tripping. Do you do this often? Nah, I don't do this often. I just oh, seen you. Nah. I'm like, damn, she fine as hell. Let me go talk to her real quick. Yeah, okay. Here you go. Damn, Snowflake, you so sexy to me. What? Sexy to me. What I give a damn about? who your ex be. Huh? I'll be flying to you jet speed. You what, crazy. What's your name, beautiful? Tiff. Tiffany. Yeah. My name Hilbert. Nice to meet you. Can I get your phone number? Um, I got a boyfriend. You got a boyfriend? Yes. Damn, that don't mean nothing. You ain't got to know nothing about this. What do you mean? You ain't got to know. Where do you stay at? I stay in the valley. Yeah. Where you stay at? San Diego. San Diego? Yeah. Damn, what you doing out here? Visiting. You visiting? Yeah. How long you been here? Just for the weekend. Oh shit, let's hang out then. 
Say, I got, yeah, we can go to the beach and get faded. All right. Well, give me your number. All yeah, right. Yeah, my name. Yeah, what's your name again? Tiffany, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Hubert. All right. They call me Hubie. Nice to meet you. Yeah, test you so I can lock you in. Oh my God, my favorite YouTuber, Drill Houston. Collecting emails for everybody. And we created a website. So for everybody that's on, on the call right now, I want you to go to uh, jmorrisonvictims.com. jmorrisonvictims.com. So look, I saw, I saw what you was talking about, man. And we coming back to the discussion. What I wanted to get into in the meat of this so I've never met and talked to you before today. You seem like a solid brother. That's why I reached out to you. Um, it seemed like you have good intentions. Have you? Were you involved with the Tulsa Real Estate Fund at all? No, I, I had no involvement with the uh, the Tulsa Real Estate Fund at all. Um, the the um, okay, you know, to me, my first introduction to the Tulsa Real Estate Fund is, is when I when I sat down um, and Jay was trying to pitch me as becoming the COO uh of, of of the company mm. and, and and you know the first thing that everybody else saw y'all remember this y'all remember this picture here that this power couple was gonna buy up the 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 town and that was the first time that they kind of introduced themselves to black america and it was on the shave room i'm not familiar with the shave room i heard you mention them a couple times and paid are these paid ads or do you even like how how yeah, does this work yeah. I use paid ads up there. It, Shade Room is a great spot for visibility. And this is what I tell people. Like, like Now, let me take my time with this because the first question I want to ask you is what was your issue with Troy Ave? I know you talked about it before, but, you know, what was, you know, what was your issue with him? My issue with Troy Ave was... Um, it was it was a couple of things, you know. We had we had a couple of interactions that um, the way the way that he conducted himself just was opposite. Like we just didn't mix, you know what I'm saying? There was there was a couple of occasions that he did shit that just was to me that was whack and corny, and um, but they were they didn't merit enough for me to talk about it. They just remembered enough for me to say, yeah, I just don't fuck with him. Like, we just moved From different. personal encounters that yeah, you had. Yeah, from personal him. encounters. Like, those was, it was two or three occasions that he did shit that I was like, yeah, I don't, yeah, this ain't the type of nigga I, I will fuck with. So, let me just separate myself. You know, but the vocal, the reason why I became vocal was, you know, when the situation happened with my, with one of my friend, my close friend, Trife, his brother, who was, Banger, who was Troy Ave's friend you know and he lost his life and however he lost it the the, the response that troy ave gave you know when he was doing interviews and the way he talked about trife and the way he talked about being his family his mother and the way he the way the way he was talking down to these people after they lost their son lost their life on the situation that he had was just out of line to me you know so it, it, it pushed me. It was like, all right, you already did this shit, and I let that go. And my man is calling me like, yo, you see what's going on? You hear this? And I'm like, why would a nigga do this? Why would he talk about that man's mother? Why would he talk about, yo, you don't fuck with your brother, and he never fuck with Like, why would these be conversations that you would want to have? 
while these people were grieving their son. Weren't they attacked? They were t- attacking him though. No, they 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 would they had conversations because they were saying, "Why aren't you here? Why aren't you doing these things? Like we're, we're, you're not at the Got funeral, you know what I'm saying? Like certain things, like you still using his, you still having conversations about him, talking about him, and, and not even letting us grieve. Like regardless if they talking about him, you supposed to. It's just like it's like anything." Your man loses life. His mother's mad. But everybody mad. You like your respect. I'm not even gonna say nothing about true. that. That's true. Like that's just real nigga shit. That's the the school I come from. Exactly. I'm not gonna be like, yo, fuck with his brother. Say he don't even fuck with his brother and his moms. I don't know. I ain't see them do this. I put up this amount of money. I was doing like that's not some shit that you say about a nigga that you that lost his life. You know, in a situation with you that you say is a brother. Like it just it just wasn't real shit to me. So it caused me to react. And then watching the whole interview and the way he was pushing it was like this was some movie shit. Like, yo, I'm gangster, nigga. I did this and this and that. And it's just like, for what? This ain't the time for that, my nigga. Like, these kids is looking at you and they and they, and they basing their life off some shit. And you not in my I don't I don't think you taking this shit serious. You know, like you you facing Life in jail, you facing prison time, and you still trying to make it seem like you did some gangster shit because you want to sell records. You want niggas to think you just this, you know, this immovable object that like you just this big gangster. And I'm like, for what? For what? This is the time right now to just be like, yo, this is some fucked up shit, man. But don't wait now, after you do all that, and then when it come down, oh, the streets is a myth. But you was just selling all of this. You know, so it was just so many contradictions to me, you know, in the way he carried himself, and it just was like, and this, and this was a close friend of mine, and after having a conversation with him, you know, knowing he not in that field, I just, I was the person that wanted to be vocal and say something about it. So, let me see. So, the things that he did before was it like music stuff to you? Like, no, it wasn't like, no music stuff. It was just, it was just, it just was corny shit. It just, what makes it because it may, it may not be corny to me. It might be. It might, might might not be corny to you. It's just corny shit, man. It's you like you don't think you overreacted. You don't no. think that you don't think you you know. Because sometimes when we come across somebody based off of his, because I've been around him before, I can see a type of you know he's cool, but I can see what type of energy that he that he might give off. I'm saying like, is it a, is it a conversation? It's a is conversation. It, you so know, it was response to certain things. That's what I'm asking you. Like, is it? Is it? Did it become like a personality thing? Was it? A- it was a personality clash. It was, it, you know, it was on more than two occasions mm-hmm. that we had personality clashes. But y'all didn't have an argument. It was no, just- we didn't have, because I didn't. I didn't push it to that way. You know, I didn't. I didn't do that. Like um, one time, we had um, I think is, I think it was probably a Wu Tang concert or some shit. I forgot. It was either Dipset, Wu Tang, something. I think we had the Garden. And Raekwon, him and Raekwon is taking a picture. Him, Raekwon, I think Meth and somebody else. So Raekwon be like, come on, Mice, you're Mice. Jump in this picture. Try to jump in the picture. You know? I ain't even thinking about Troy Ave. I'm not thinking nothing. So boom, a week or two later, we in the airport. We just chilling. I'm coming. I see him. He like, oh, yo, what's up? I'm like, what's up? I get a nigga. Nah, he called. Yo, come over here. Come over here. So I come. I'm like, what's up? What's up? He telling his man, he like, yo, yo, guess what happened? Last week, I'm taking a picture with the nigga Raekwon, right? And I look at my picture, this nigga in the picture, he done photobombed the picture. 
I'm like, how this nigga get in my picture? Yo, you a funny nigga. How you jumped in that picture? So I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He like, yo, this nigga, he's serious. He ain't joking. You know how you joke about some shit? Yeah. I'm like, my nigga, what do you mean photobomb the picture? I'm like, like, and he was making it seem like I wanted to jump in the picture with him. And telling a nigga, a grown man this. So my man looks at me like, what is he talking about? He was dead serious with this conversation, though. So I'm like, I, 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 I want, and the normal, I'm like, my nigga, what are you talking about? Fuck you mean, for, I don't, like, you ain't serious. There ain't no V for me to get no picture with you. Like, but I didn't do that. I just said, I laughed it off and walked it off. But like, let me just stay away from this thing. I see how you, I I you understand? Now. Like, I see now. I let understand. me, so another situation, we in the club, me and my niggas in, in the section. He walks in the club with his niggas. Bunch of, all of us standing there. He tells the bouncer nigga to tell us to move. Because they want to stand there. I'm not, I'm not going nowhere. I told a bouncer nigga that I'm not going nowhere. And then the bouncer went and told somebody else. I see him telling nigga, like, yo, them niggas ain't supposed to be up there. Tell them niggas to move. Corny shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But I know you. You ain't coming over to me. And then you you know you did some sucker shit, so you don't come give a nigga a pound. You just, it's just sucker. Just the way you move is just different than the way. Moving. No, I wasn't going nowhere. You know I'm not going nowhere. I, 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 I didn't know the club. Come on, fool. Nigga ain't going to make I, I, me. I, I, I'm not yeah, going you know, nowhere. I just wanted to prove that this, I could see why you was in the streets. Yeah, it came you know out. I'm saying? I'm like, so, yeah, I trapped you. Welcome. I'm Vlad Jr. now. Yeah, no, nah, but that, uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. was, but at the end of the day, but it just was shit like that. So I said, you know what? We we don't we not the same type of, type of dude. I so I don't want I know where I'm willing to go about something, so I'm just gonna stay away from you. So what were you vocal about? You know, I saw a couple of things in 105 and a couple of things, but you were vocal, you know, about how he how he handled the situation and how mm-hmm. he portrayed to be a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Do you are you and we all are aware that the situation that transpired is on camera? Yes. Mm-hmm. We all are aware also that he was able to come out of a situation. Uh, you know, he got you know he got hit, but he came out of the situation with his life. Then there's another situation where something attempt on his life where he was driving and he came out of that as well. Mm-hmm. And why? What? What do you think? You think that his message should be something else instead of him being, you know, because you know, he did say the streets uh, is a myth. Do you think that his message should, should be something else? He should be more humbled. Do you think that? Because Tupac, you know, after he got hit, he turned up as well. Yes? Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. Thank you. I appreciate you being honest. Right. So what I'm trying to say is there's a level of authenticity that certain niggas be lacking. I and and I'm 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 like I feel like I'm a good judge of that. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of niggas in the industry that feel the same way. Like if you if you speak to ninety percent of the real niggas that's really in the streets and in industry, they have the same conversation about them, man. And they niggas don't talk about it. it. Ain't it ain't some shit that niggas actually say because it's like whatever. But most of the niggas feel the same way. So we just we just conflicted. Like his whole the way his message was like like you see like I he was the nigga that come home and tell the niggas. Yo, I was in the yard, my nigga, and I had this, and me and my man was backing it out, and we was about to cut these niggas because we gangster. And I was a nigga like, yo, it ain't no need to go to jail, my nigga. Like, ain't nothing cool about that shit. That's some sucker shit. So our messages is different. You understand what I'm saying? Our, our message, Tupac was talking about shit in his songs, and he was making, but when he, was, when he was having interviews, he's like, yo, these niggas almost took my life, my nigga. 
see. You understand what I'm saying? Like when the when the reality came and niggas was talking about, he was like, yo. This shit was real, like, you know what I'm saying? I like, yo, these niggas backed up, I backed up this, and I like nobody wanna hear that shit. Like, you doing that, that's for you. You wanna do that, but you lying to these babies, man. Cause nine out of ten times, you you just got lucky. Nigga, you supposed to be dead. If nigga shot you in the head, no. you minister no, I'm not trying to be if a nigga shot you in the head, you take that shit as a a prayer. Right or wrong. Right. You you ain't sitting there talking about, yo, I'm gangster. You he's talking about a sucker nigga can't kill a real nigga. What? Sucker niggas kill real niggas every day. That's those how real niggas die. They, the real other real niggas don't be killing them. Real niggas and real niggas usually be on the same page. A sucker scared nigga or shoot a nigga in the back and run up on him when he ain't paying attention. So the messages was wrong. Like at the end of the day, that man got to live with his own karma, you know, and he got to deal with that. However, he deal with it, and, you know, and that's would you, it. Would you have ever? Had a would you ever have a conversation with him? I don't feel I don't feel like it's nothing for us to talk. See, about. I have to get at you about that. I'm just being honest because, as a man because you 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 pushing a message to the youth. So why you can't show that you're able to push egos and and, and pride aside and have a conversation with a man and basically reason with him and let him know how you feel personally? Farrakhan you know? said everybody ain't gonna get along. Hmm. Oh, you bro, don't bring up the legend like that. Don't bring him up. You bugging. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my mentors. So don't bring him up. I'm just why being you honest him up like that. Because I, because I want because ever bring a minister because I want you, you when you talk about my message, I'm telling you one of the men who have the same message. That, that's about yeah, brotherhood. But he's, not, but he's not against sitting down with someone. No, See, that's the difference. He's not against sitting down with somebody. He tried to bring Fifty Jaru together. No, I'm, I hear he what you're saying. He's not against. What, what my thing is this: I personally, so I'm, I'm not there yet. Respect, because there might be a time when I'd be like, you know what? Maybe we can sit down and have a conversation. Respect. Maybe I feel that it's warranted at this point. There's nothing that he does or says that want, makes me feel like it warrants us to have any communication. You know, I already feel I still feel like we morally are on two different wavelengths, and and that's okay, and it's nothing wrong with it. You just do what you do over there. Do you have and you have no comments basically on how um, the situation being conducted as far as uh, the song he made, as far as the case. You don't. Have yeah, I don't want I don't want to talk about the case because I I told Trey, you know what I'm saying that I was not. Respect. We're going to talk about that anymore. You, you said a line in the Funk Flex Freestyle G. Can you can you hand us the line that he said that he stated? Um, it all started when the snitches get glorified, when they ain't killed Alpo after Rich Porter died. Mm-hmm. Break that down for us. I heard that. I heard it's that, pretty that, that, that line caught me. I, I felt that's a pretty brave, you know. Because Alpo's running around taking pictures of people. Yeah, I he, know. He's, he's out here. Yeah, he's out here. So I don't understand. And people get mad at me, you know. Uh, Shout out to like once again, you know, I don't I don't know how you feel about my man, but uh he sent the message for you, but you know, King Erna and um mm-hmm. Leek Moss, you know, they get you know, in rock they get upset saying that I'm glorifying rats, but it's not glorifying rats. I don't glorify a rat. Mm-hmm. I feel that a lot of people say anything about things about Alpo, yes? We know Alpo told, yes. Now when I had a conversation with Alpo on the phone with Paparazzi Po, and we'll get into that, is you know, he was stating that, you know, he did what he did, just trying to live his life. And he also stated something about Rich Porter, which I'm not here to, to, to do that back and forth because I don't really even know anything about Rich Porter. I don't know what type of person Rich Porter is. Only the people that was there should mm-hmm. be able to talk about that. I, that's not my place. But what I'm saying is that people talk about him, and he's going around taking pictures with people. Mm-hmm. He is. Putting his arms around shoulders and taking pictures. Yes? Yes, sir. So... Mm-hmm. We can't 
we can't really blame anybody for glorifying them because the people that were complaining, like you said, nothing nothing happened to him. How do you feel about I that? I mean, it's, it's, you still can blame, it's like I tell you, if, if you, like I told him earlier, if you a rat and I call you a rat, you can't get mad at me because you ratted. You, you, you did the things that classified you as a rat. What is a rat to you? A rat is someone who is not willing to deal with the consequences of their own actions. So they tell on someone else so they can deal with the consequences of theirs. See, a, a civilian can't be a rat because a civilian does not engage in any activity that will put them in a situation to where they would have to tell on somebody. And, and, when, and if they do, it's because they're law-abiding citizens, so they want to do the right thing. But when you are in the streets or you engage in the activity, not even in the streets, if you work here, if me and my man say, yo, we're going to do this and that, and then somebody come and say, who did it? Or tell me, oh, I'm going to do this to you. And you're like, all right, it was him. It's because you're scared to deal with the consequences of what you did. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? All right, you you tell him because you want to get lesser consequences for the shit that you did. So that's not honorable to me. There's no integrity in mm-hmm. that. So if that's the type of man you are and you and you can't conduct yourself and you do things that lead to being called that, then you got to deal with that. That's not on me. You 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 know that's that's the title that you earned. You can't tell me anything about that. Well, why go out your way to point it out if we know it already? Well, if you don't, I mean, every time you say something positive, I'm gonna say, but he's a rat. I'm because to me, I, mean, well, I ain't say because positive. I just ain't taking pictures. No, don't I'm talking about anybody. Any whenever somebody go because you can't tell me, oh nigga, Poe is one of this and that, and you glorifying him. I'm like, but Poe told on everybody. Rats so, are various medium-sized, long-tailed rodents. Yes, that's, that's what it is. That's. That's for the rabbit. Yeah, that, I mean that's the that's the Webster's dictionary, but the Webster <laughs> Avenue, but the Webster I mean. Avenue dictionary, Webster, <laughs> Webster <laughs> Avenue dictionary yeah. is the one I gave you. Do you know oh, about yeah. King Erna? Have you ever heard of him? I've heard of him. I really, you know, I'm not really in tune with him, but I've heard his name a few times. And have you watched? You know, you heard about the whole honor snatching and stuff that he does. Have you ever heard that? Like I heard something about. I really, I'm not really in tune, tune. with the brother, okay. but I hear that he he seems morally sound. Yes. For, from where yes, he's, I he's, feel like he come from the same ideology and school that I come from, like basically when I, 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 I and, I, and I noticed that he snatches honor. Basically, you know, I think he does it a little bit more uh, vicious mm. and causes issues because story. Um, we had King Ern up here for a show called On the Line, where we take live calls and Paparazzi Poe called me with Alpo on the phone. Now Alpo stated that you, I heard you have King Ern up there. What do you want me to do? I said, Yo. You guys can't come to my studio because one, you need a password to get upstairs, and two, I'm not on. I'm not. I'm not with. This is my business, and they both gave me their word they wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Alpo told me he told me I was on the phone for him about thirty minutes, and you know he told me about Rich, how he felt about Rich, how people glorify Rich, but Rich was like him except for the telling part. Um, as far as like you know, because they made it seem like Rich was. This is what he told me. All the stuff he told me. So I'm like, all right, I'm just listening. Okay, cool. And they gave me a word. So. Long story short, Paparazzi Poe ends up outside, though. He didn't do anything, but he took a picture of King Erna being here. And I I, found, I got offended because, and today everybody was on live today. And I was offended because it's like you gave me your word. And, and it, you know, Leek Moss and King Erna and Rock, these dudes came up here and they respected my home. My child, my son was up here too. But that's the shit that Paparazzi do. He do corny shit like that. Well, hold on. Hold I on. seen him do it a few times. I was mad. That's at him. his thing. He go to where you at supposedly at. He take pictures like that's his thing. I was mad at him, but then some people also felt that Papa. I was just mad at Poker. I'm like, yo, you gave me your work, but he didn't do nothing. 
But I felt like you shouldn't have came to the studio. Yeah, because what because you did was you made it seem like he put you put these people in the situation because they told you he told you he wasn't coming. You probably said, "Yo, ain't gonna be none of that shit here." These yeah, niggas come right. here, and if they me. if you would have told them, they would have been prepared for that. But don't make it seem like you taking pictures of niggas and and you on them and you could do something to a nigga. Like what yeah. you doing but, is but, but, you but, but, you fucking up the but, credibility of another man. Be- you know what I'm saying? Both of y'all. He he fucking up what you say, what he told you as a man, and then he trying to make it seem like these niggas is somebody he could have did something to. But what I'm saying is that real quick is that when I spoke to him today, because he you know he got on live with me today, and uh, and he got because you know King Erna did something about Freaky Zeke. Freaky Zeke was on the show was going viral. He did something about that at honest snatching, whatever. Paparazzi Poe got on live with me today, asking me about why I'm letting King Erna speak like this, and I, and I got upset at him. And I said, you know. Came to the studio, you gave me your word, you wouldn't. That's it. And he said, "Yo, but flip, if I didn't respect you, I would have did something." So I was in the middle because it kind of made sense to me. Like, ah, right, he didn't do nothing, but you still shouldn't have came to the studio. I didn't even know how. I didn't even give you the address, but apparently we booked him before, a long time ago. We booked him, and when we booked homie, he wasn't able to come, so he still had the address from my old producer. Yeah. And then he took, he said, I sent you the picture in private because I was on live one time right over there where you were sitting on live talking to the people about the situation. And I, he sent me the picture like I was outside of King Erna. I was, I got pissed off. Like, why the, it threw me off because I'm like, yo, you vibe. But people, some people feel like that he didn't violate because he didn't cross the line. How do you I feel I mean, about that's that? everybody, for me, if you give me my word that you're not coming here and you come regardless, what you do is because if you give me your word as a man and I give somebody else my word based on what you told me, mm-hmm. Then it puts me in a situation like maybe I'm trying to set you up, make, him, make him look funny, make you look yeah. funny. Like you said, you 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 know you don't even you said you didn't give them address nothing. Them niggas just show up to my spot. Yeah, I was they could have did something to me. And a nigga like yo, that's what y'all doing. Like now, cause I'm gonna feel some type of way. I'm like, oh this nigga. First of all, you did some sneaky shit cause you ain't even get out and approach niggas. Yeah. You taking pictures from in a car or, or, or undisclosed places where mm-hmm. niggas don't even see you, and you making it seem like you did some gangster shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You doing some six nine shit. You coming to the block and you standing there. I mean, that's just how I would see it. Understood. And I would feel some type of way like, damn, flip, what's going on? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. what's going on? Nigga pulling up on me. Like, that's I what agree. y'all niggas trying to do. Like, niggas trying to get the drop on me. Like, nigga could have put you in a real situation. I agree. You know that's what I'm saying? So people it. saying. Nah, he. But I have a rapport. I have a rapport with him because, like I said, like when I when I was on the island for the day that I was on there, you know, he he showed me a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand what people don't like about him. I have my own relationship with Paparazzi. I I, I rock with him. I have a personal rapport with him. But I did sort in my notes that you had an issue with him. And what was he that had issue? an issue with me? Okay, you know what I'm saying? I never. He had an issue because I caught out poor rat. So I get it. That's your pops. You feel some type way. I get it. And what did you call him? I didn't call him anything. Okay, so you never. I you just said that you just said that you you seen behavior or patterns. Yeah, because I see like people send me shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was talking about me like trying to get a response. I wasn't, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah, wasn't that this song? It wasn't that this song about him. Who I never made with this song. No, this song. I thought yeah. I saw something online about that. What what YouTubers do you like? What you mean? Um, what YouTubers do I like? Who? What YouTubers did you say that that you like? Because. Somebody asked me a question, and I really don't like saying this dude's name because uh, he threw he threw shots at us. And regardless, even though he showed me love, I just feel like shots is not necessary. I feel like you shouldn't have to throw shots to show love. To show love, I feel that's that's me. I feel I never mm-hmm. in order in my come up. I don't really know about you. Hold on, slow down. Let me okay. let me. You don't like my speech? No, go ahead, go ahead. You yeah, asked me a question. You asked me a question, and then you went on. See, 
You did ask me a question first. Facts. Okay, facts. but you can finish. I, I don't want to say his name, but okay. I want to say his name. Okay. Somebody asked a question, that's why. So the thing is, he threw shots at us. You know what I mean? And my man, shot to my man Bino. He said, yo, Flip, you got to think like these niggas. You know what I mean? And I said, well, why? Before, he said, yo, you know, you're going into the lane like that. And and I said, why? But why would he throw shot at me? Anyway, a week later, he said something about how we do interviews and stuff. And I didn't really like it. I really don't say nothing about him. But somebody asked about Gully TV. If I would set up a boxing match with, between you and Gully TV, would you do it? Now, I don't know the, the, the correlation between you and Gully TV. My situation with him is that he threw shots at us. And I feel like... We shouldn't tear each other down in order to lift each other but up. But that's what he does. Um, he 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 took some. He took. He took something personal that he put something on his page, and I didn't even know who he was. Like you know, not really. Like he he had some footage interviewing Bang Bang Boogie about twelve years ago and tried to make it seem like we cool with each other. He know me very well and all shit. I don't I don't really know. He know Cheese, so Cheese like my brother. So him and Cheese, he got relationships. People that I know, they know him. I don't really know him, but he had some shit where it was um, a gas station, and the um, the the people who were in the gas station was beating up some girls, like men. They was j- jumping yes, the girls, yes, I saw that. punching yes, them yes, in the face, yes. and he's like, "Yeah, them bitches deserved all that," you know. And I'm like, wow. "So somebody DMs me because you know people DM me shit all the time. Like, yeah, them bitches deserve that. I've been, you know, I had a store, and you know, sometimes you got to do that to these bitches." And I'm like, "What type of man?" Will glorify men beating up black women, mm-hmm. like I'm like this shit is is disgusting. So he took he felt some type of way. Yo, fuck you. Boom, boom, okay, you said that. Don't worry about me. I'm doing my own thing, nigga. Boom, boom. I didn't even respond. Now it's this is about four months later. He got about twelve different posts where he talks about me every day. <laughs> you understand? What I'm saying like it's just it's obsessive. It's kind of scary. And I'm just like yo, I don't. We don't got to do that. We grown men. Just tell me where you at. We pull up. We have whatever you have to say. I want to have a conversation with you face to face, man to man. I don't want to do this back and forth with you. I'm, that's not what I'm going to do. I don't want to shoot you. I'm not going to stab you. We both men. But if you can we, fight. I'm very well versed with my hands. Well, so heard it, heard the it. bottom line is, if if you feel that that estranged and you that angered. That you just want to keep calling out another man's name every day. I thought about what he said. <laughs> I saw a camera came with Tim Diesel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you feel that anger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then what you need to do is approach that man. You know, mm-hmm. stop making blogs. Stop making Instagram posts about me every day. Because I'm not. But what gonna... did he say to, to, to kind of tick you off? What was the, what was what did he say? Did he say anything about anything disrespectful? Because you you seem like a guy that you let the you know Troy Ave said that in front of you and you let it pass because it's better. But what did he say that made you want to challenge? Somebody? No, he just his his he just say a bunch of shit. Suck his his main oh. thing is suck suck SMD all day. He said that he said he, that about you. He listen you he a bunch of them just and I don't even respond to him. Niggas be like, yo, he said, I'm like, I'm not, he trying to get on my blog. He wanted me to put it on my page so he could get, I get it, you trolling, that shit cute. I'm not going to play this game with you because I don't play like that. So whenever you see him, you just got to be who you said you was. Hmm. That's it. Like, I'm I'm all for a good fisticuff match. I'm all for that. Like, I'm I'm not, I'm I'm anti-violent. I don't want you stabbing your brother. I don't want you to shoot him. But every now and then, you might have to go in the, like you and Ebro had to, you know, scrap it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? A little wrestling match. Sometimes you got to get that testosterone off. You know what I'm saying? If you feel that type of way, so that's what I'm for. Like, I don't want to go back and forth with you. I'm not going back and forth with you on no thing. We going, you called me all these things. You said this. 
it's on site. We ain't even gotta talk. You just gotta hope you built like you talking. Mm. But 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 do you mean do you think that he meant it to disrespect you? He said you listen to me. He's been saying go if you go on his Instagram page, he's got about probably about thirteen posts. It ain't just one. He's, every every two weeks or a week he put up a post about my son. Mm. Um King Face, friend of mine. Yes. You know, love him to death. My mother, she feels like because he believes in Trump, you know, it bothers her, but I still love King Face. Mm-hmm. You know, his loyalty to me is unmatched. Mm-hmm. But I invited you up here. You asked me if I was trying to. Yeah, because I know Face been trying. Face was trying to, to you know, debate me for weeks and months. You know, he always like just debate me, and I'm like, come on, Face. I'm not. I, I put you on my page one day. You try to yell over me. The shit you were saying didn't really make much sense, and you and you and you still convince yourself that you want to debate. So I'm like, you know what? This kid is dangerous because his followers, they don't care what you say. They just care about what he say. So <laughs> it, it don't really benefit you. You understand what I'm saying? Funny, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I get it. I'm like, you, he's smart. He know what he's doing. He got a good thing going on. But yeah. you ain't, it's not, you're not going to use me no more. Got it. Got you know it. what I'm saying? You have no issue with him. No, him. nah. Yeah, yeah, he's, we don't have no personal issue. We just, yeah. ide- we have different ideologies. You know what? I think, I think actually he's a stand-up dude. He stands for what he believe in. Right. We just on different spectrums of what we believe different in. Different sides of the, okay. Yeah. I you know what I'm saying? That's respect. I like that. Yeah. I, I, got, I don't got no dis- Disrespect, but I think he a little bugged out. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But Basically. as far as respect, I don't have no disrespect okay, well, for him. We'll go to the subject. Mm. And Hassan Campbell, have you ever watched his blogs? How you feel about him? Yeah, blogs? me and Hassan Campbell. Um, after you know the whole thing with Ben Bader, he was feeling some type of way. He tried to call me out on his blog, you know, a couple of times, and then I reached out. He 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 was in my DMs. I was like, "Yo, call me, my nigga. I'm not doing all this." Mm. So we had a conversation as men. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he's like, "Yo." Yo, I appreciate you calling. Like, you know, he was like, yo, I fuck with you. Like, I, really, I was just hurt by the fact that, you know, I thought you, I'm like, you thought I was going to step up for some shit that got to do with you that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and say co-sign some shit that I wasn't there for, don't know nothing. And I just met you in the street one time and I'm going to go and say, yo, I know he did this, that. I'm not doing that. You got to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? When niggas asked me, I said, I told him what you said. Like, what you want me to do? So he's like, no, I apologize as a man. You right. You know, I'm never gonna say nothing else about you again, and we moved on. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know what I'm saying? Comes, you know, he 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 definitely comes together, and you know, sometimes he he reacts, he react, you know, and because that's just because what he been through. Yeah, so and I get it. He dealing know, with I, trauma, man. Yeah, that's, trauma, that's just as trauma. us as in the community, we been through that. But nothing that he been through, you know, as far as like with African Mbada is is anything to laugh at or nah. should be allowed. But that's I do I do commend him for you know he does come and apologize as a man and he keeps he keeps his word and he keeps yeah he came to me as a man yeah, I so called him Hassan Campbell yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yo, girl thanks I like my girls BBW <laughs> tight as suck you try to eat some lunch with you you feel me uh, do you hear this man Can I get your phone number oh my god my phone broke your phone broke yeah you gotta contact my watch contact your watch mm-hmm. what's your watch phone number four five put it put it in put it in there real my quick. hands is full what is it. Four five, two four four. All right, bet. My name Drew. What's your name? Kira. Kira. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I like my girl BBW. I gotta suck you dry. Eat some lunch with you. What's your name? Is Wanda. Can you get your phone number, Wanda? Yeah, four one five. Here, put in my phone for me. I'll go out to the boat or something, some crab legs, something. All right, bet. Thank you, Wanda. Nice meeting you. My name Gerald. Yeah, Gerald. All right. Damn, excuse me, miss. I don't know your name, but I seen you from across the room. And I got to admit, you got my attention. Oh, thank you. Hell yeah, you got a man? 
It's complicated with shit. You looking a lot like my next girlfriend then. Okay, what's your name? Real, my name Gerald. What's your name? Nice to meet you, Gerald. Is what's your you name? Serious? Can I have your phone number, Ariel? Uh -huh. Hell yeah. Hold up, lock me up. Lock me in right now. Lock me in right now? All right, bet. Can I get a hug for you go? Shit, damn, hold up. Damn, you fine. Excuse me, baby. You fine as hell. Real. So you got a man? You ain't got no man? I was gonna say the hell with him anyway. Looking for a bitch? That means you sharp enough to groom her to become your bitch. <laughs> Bro, I, I took all this time to say this, but the best bitch is the bitch that's your bitch. Because the right bitch, she might be everything you like and want and desire, but there's something you don't, you know, some don't click with y'all. Just cause she, you know, passed all these uh, criteria, don't mean she gonna like you. It just means she has the qualities that you would like to have in a woman. So what my point, bro, is all women, every single one of them, are the same. They're the same. I'm not saying you can't see individual qualities in them. I'm not saying this or that does not stand out. I'm saying you look at them like uh, a lion look at a giraffe. Like a lion look at a rabbit. Like a lion look at a, 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 a wildebeest. They're all food to that line. <laughs> That's about, and and when, when you see it like that, bro, I'm serious. When you really see it like that, you never look at the bra. You always be... It's uncensored footage of the birthday bash on that two uncensored. Some shit I can't show on YouTube, so y'all check it out. Anyway, man, I'm gonna keep it going. First person come from my man, Jay Fee's Jay Fee's up in Syracuse, New York. And it's already my dude, man. It's already my nigga. I fuck with him a whole lot on the music. He got some banging ass, banging ass CDs out, man. Two of them, man. Uh, uh, Hustle or Die, Birth of a Legend. You can cop both of them joints at CD, baby, or iTunes, man. It's all good, Jay Fee's. Anyway, Jay Feezy wants to know how did he recruit hoes to pimp on and where do he find them? Well, Feezy, I know you've been keeping up with your boy on asking him, so I don't already touch bases on on how. So you need to just go on and tune in and check out some of the footage of the net. As far as where, hey man, every time you step out your door, that's an opportunity. I don't care if you see a hoe at the bus stop, at 7-Eleven, at the Washingtonian, Tom Thumb, at Meyards, at Walmart, at church, over the homegirl house, uh, over your homegirl house, it don't even matter, man. Wherever you see a hoe at, that's an opportunity to spark up a conversation. Present yourself to the bitch. Let her know what you're doing and put your pimp in that. You dig what I'm saying? She either gonna accept it or reject it. There's only two possibilities. You dig what I'm saying? If she's curious about it, I consider that as she accepted it.
That's him right there. He got on an Africa Bambada shirt. Ain't that Hassan Campbell? This is one of polite flunkies. Ain't that Hassan Campbell? Huh? Ain't that Hassan Campbell? Come on now, let's keep it moving. Look at this bitch. Look at this nigga. You see him? He's standing right behind Brother Polite Security with the Africa Bambada Zulu Nation shirt on Look. doing security for who? For Bambada. And that don't look like no little nigga to me. That don't look like no little boy. He's at the Kibbin on trial doing security right there for my brother Jonathan. Come on. But he raped you? So he raped you, you went back again, he raped you, you went back again, he raped you, you went back again, you went to jail, he held you down while you was in jail, sent you money, wrote you letters, you got out of jail, the nigga paid for your dog to go to the vet, you was sick, the nigga sent you some motherfucking herbs, okay, and then the nigga, then you did security for the nigga, okay, damn, that sound like a boyfriend to me. If that nigga was a predator, nigga, you had the best predator you could have. That nigga raped you and took care of you. That nigga was a husband and a motherfucking... <laughs> where them nigga, where they make them predators at? A nigga just rape you and then pay your bills. <laughs> nigga just rape you and then take you to the mall. That's what niggas is... Damn... So this what we doing now? Nigga just rape you and then go get your nails done. That's what niggas doing? Now, you feel me? Instagame niggas to fuck shit up. You know how scary niggas is, man. Niggas acting scared right now. That's some niggas acting scary as fuck. Why they out there doing that? Why they out there fucking the city out like that? Like, just keep that... Niggas know to keep that... Niggas not burning his own neighborhood down. It ain't one nigga burning their own, like, going out and burning their own neighborhood, residential neighborhood now. Niggas going up the street and fucking other shit up. They need to stop with that shit. Do you have anything invested in stock? No, I don't, I don't really give a fuck about stocking all that shit right now. But niggas is not fucking up their own neighborhood. They trying to make niggas look bad. That, that it's probably some goddamn it's some KKK folks coming in trying to fuck up our neighborhood. Like y'all seen J.R. Smith kept buddy and beat his ass. He was trying. He see that nigga. This little niggas like that who trying to come fuck up the neighborhood. J.R. Smith caught the nigga and beat the shit out of that that little nigga. He was a white boy too. He was coming fucking up the neighborhood trying to make it look like we were doing it. You been lacking. Drop a tape. Yeah, I'm gonna drop a tape soon, but like I said, it's a lot of shit going on. Like, I ain't, I ain't trying to use this time to, to advertise music. Exactly, man. You know, because that's yeah. what time it is, man. The woman, the woman will have you thinking she ain't challenging your manhood. But at the the first chance she gets to tell you, she's gonna show you how you ain't being a man. She just, that's just how they, they primed. So just, just you know, anytime, man, kick it with me. You know my email. You know, every Sunday, 8 o'clock, 
to you is gonna be money advice i don't gonna get for, for, uh philosophical right, right. <laughs> bro get you some money you're gonna feel different straight you, up you might you might even all that other advice i could have gave you this the short version you know get you a couple dollars man you're gonna feel different obviously having a passion for music since day one the dream and the vision was to um you know, start a label and start a, a music movement, a music brand. And then just thinking like as a chess player, 
you know, assuming that we would have success in music, the next thing became, dang, what we do next? And just looking at the blueprint that people like Jay and Puff lay, we like want to, you know, offer our opinion into fashion. Yeah, so <clears throat> the actual brand, the name of the brand, obviously, is the Marathon. And it just stands for endurance. It stands for staying down. It stands for, like, not quitting, accepting the ups and downs of whatever game you commit yourself to and riding it out. You feel me? Because, you know, that's the reality of, uh, you know, success or greatness, that it come with a roller coaster ride, you know? So... I think that anybody could apply the marathon concept to what they do, if it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you're, just on a, you're on a marathon, you know? So to make that the basis of our, you know, fashion line, um, I look at it like, you know, we honor the people that ain't quit. I don't know what it is, bro. I pay for a, a, a trainer. You know what I mean? I try to get in her ear to push her to go to the gym. The bitch don't want to work out. I mean, this bitch, she'll do, you know what I mean? She'll do this, she'll do that. She'll do this, she'll do that. She'll do that, she'll do this. But when I talk about going to the gym, the bitch look at me like she getting ready to leave any moment. Hit that like button right now. Stop playing with this game. Those of you that haven't hit the like button, make sure you hit the like button right now. Come on, man. It's 322 people watching. You know what I mean? And we less than 200 likes. What is that? Stop disrespecting this game. Hit the like button. You know what I mean? But, man, what is it, man? What is it? I mean, seeing I tell her to go to the gym. I tell her to go to the gym all the time. Let me ask you something, though. Do you go to the gym? Is she seeing results happening with you? What type of example have you been? What progress have you shown her physically? What have you done, you know what I mean, to be the best example to her? What have you done? Are you a living solution? Or are you a motherfucker that just talk about problems and cry about problems all the time? Are you the living solution to her problems? Do you have money to know my name? I got money to know your name. <laughs> I don't see. My name Hubert. What's your name? Libra. They call me Hubie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can I get your phone number or something? I can show you. I got the money, baby. For real. No, Whatever. I'll give you my snap, though. Your snap? Damn. Mm -hmm. You want it in? Got a premium? <laughs> you got money to know my premium? <laughs> my premium? Hey, man. Go ahead. Okay. Put a snap in there. All right. Dang, you so you said what? Where your underscores? Uh, oh, you got an iPhone. You got an iPhone right here? Mm -hmm. Damn, you got an Android? <laughs> Oh, uh, excuse me. You dropped your uh, ID. I dropped my ID? Yeah, Sugar. <laughs> you are so cute. Is that your name? No, but that's really no? cute. I like your glasses, Thank too. you. Do you know what's on the menu for Valentine's Day? No. <laughs> me and you. You are so... That is adorable. Yeah. My cousin yeah. is laughing at you. She's laughing? Yes. Can I get your phone number that so we can hang out sometime? Oh, I'm married, but you it's married? very sweet. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm glad I can flatter you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. made my day. Yes. Hey, excuse me. Drops your ID. Yeah, Sugar. That's your name, ain't it? No. No? What's your name then? Lazare. Lazare? Yeah. Oh, my name's Hubert. They call me Hubie. Let me see. Nice meeting you. You know what's on the menu for Valentine's Day? No. Me and you. That's what's <laughs> on the menu. Yeah, you laughing. Yeah, I see you got you laughing now. 
You want to be my Valentine's since I got you laughing? You want to be my Valentine's? I have a boyfriend. Good boyfriend. But we're not doing anything for Valentine's Day, so. Y'all ain't doing nothing, so do something with me then. <laughs> yeah. What's your phone number then? Give me your phone number. Man, it don't, make, it don't even make sense to be with a woman, man, who's not paying you or laying you. It don't matter what you got to lose. Go gain your peace of mind. If you gain your peace of mind, you can gain all that stuff back. But right now, you don't even have no peace of mind in that situation. Because if a woman ain't doing either of those things, you feel the dead weight. You feel the weight of her just being around for nothing, keeping you from being a free man. Nigga, you going to put yourself in prison. They ain't going to even give you three hots in a cot. That like going to prison for 10 years. They going to hold all 10 years. They don't feed you. You're going to die. I'm telling you, man. That's all. All right. I'm coming. Somebody get a break speed off of them. So you have to, man, you have to really just keep in mind, man, that these principles are from the OGs. These principles are from men that we've never met men like this. I fortunately met them when I was younger. But right now, there aren't any men like this out here. Elevate higher. What up, man? Good to see you in here, bro. There aren't any men out here who totally and completely control women to the point where they get laid and paid by them. Pimps did not pay women. They got paid by women. They did not trick off sex from women. They the same thing with Kevin Durant. Now, the Golden State Warriors, they don't look like they're going to start losing anytime soon you know uh but as soon as they do kevin durant gonna be up out of here you know if if which i don't see that happening but let's just say hypothetically steph curry was to leave clay thompson leave draymond green leave uh demarcus cousins leave if all these people leave, Kevin Durant ain't finna stay there. You know? That's why I respect the fuck out of uh, Russell Westbrook. Because Russell Westbrook is staying down with that team. You know? And there was a point in time that if I, if I think, I think if Kevin Durant, for sure, if he would have stayed there, as well as James Harden, Kendrick Perkins, if they would have kept that same team, the motherfuckers would have had a ring by now. And they was doing so good. You know? They had, they had the best chance of putting the Warriors out in the Western Conference. They had the best chance. But because this motherfucker ain't a real, you know, uh, leader like that, Kevin Durant, he's not somebody that's gonna stay. Something that I've already expressed that I'm not comfortable doing. So there are definitely those times and points where I'm on OnlyFans and people do make me feel uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, I know who I am. I know what I'm doing this for and I know my limits and I've set boundaries. I always tell people no meetups. I always tell people, you know, I'm not doing X, Y, Z. That's another tip. Make sure you know 
your boundaries make sure you know your limits for what you want to post and what you want to sell because if you don't you will have people on there that will try to push you to the limit and try to get you to do things that you don't want to do and do not feel intimidated by these freaking men okay we are supposed to be getting their money okay we're not supposed to be letting them win okay they're subscribed to me i'm not subscribed to them period so um how was your first week on OnlyFans? i guess i'll just go ahead and tell you guys how much i made so my first week on OnlyFans, i made 12 i think twelve thousand dollars um and that was mainly because mystic was helping me promote so mystic was promoting me on his youtube and i was promoting myself on snapchat and twitter and altogether, i think i got like 500 subscribers my first month so i made a lot of money i think i made probably like 20 something thousand dollars like my first month and it was definitely worth it learn from me you guys make sure you know the type of stuff that you don't want to be out there and the type of stuff that you do want to be out there because whatever you put out there is going to be out there forever regardless if OnlyFans and reddit and all the other sites can delete the stuff there's still people Success Under Stress by Sharon Milnick. I'm not familiar with that book, but I might have to uh, check it out, see what it's about. Put some love in your body one time real quick, you dig? Check that out. Uh, I think I've told y'all before about those books, but some of my favorite books are uh, <clears throat> The Speed of Trust by Stephen M. R. Covey. Not to be confused with his father. Thomas, Mr. Samworth. And, and this is a thing as well, right? Dynamic security, Mr. Samworth, not fucking prick, screw, dickhead. Mr. Samworth, I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> Would you like some bedding, Thomas? Uh, yes, please. Begrudgingly, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it goes off, gets him some bedding. Johnny Boy, the lighter. I've used his name now nearly. Would you like a cup of tea? Yeah. Where's the lighter? Gives me the lighter. Give him a cup of tea. Lots of people wouldn't have done that. De-escalation. Away you go. Quiet night after that. That's a happy ending. Happy ending. But 
Um, you know, he's a guy, again, people would question. If somebody was caught self-harming anywhere in the jail, there would be an alarm bell to alert staff. They would lock people up. And if it was bad enough, they would, a nurse always attends. Any emergency, a nurse attends, then that person might well get moved to healthcare. Myself and KK, one of the nurses, saw him cut his throat because um, he was pissed off again. I've seen him cut his arm down to wood, you know, six big cuts down to wood because he was pissed off. People had said, did you press a bell? No. But time Stafford had got there, you know, he'd have either... Supporting you or supporting what your goals are. You can't ever just, like, not be thinking of what to do. Now, the bad part about that is that it's hard for you to sleep because you don't never stop thinking. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm always goddamn thinking. Well, it's hard for me to go to sleep. But but other than that, man, I'm on it, man. And bitches love me, man. Hey, man, get at me, man. See, see me next week, man. Uh, let me get 651-557. It's going to be my last last question. What's your first, what's your question? What's your first name, bro? It's Vimaculate, man. What's going on? Vimaculate, what's happening with you? Nothing, man. Got a couple questions for you, man. Um, All right, what's up? This, this first one, um, like, you know, I got a few, several ways that I do it, but I wanted to know what you do, used to do when, um, you know, when, in that initial conversation to challenge a chick with your word instead of, you know, the, the, I know you, you want to add on like a little compliment or whatever you're thinking or whatever you're going to do, but then I always like to throw in like a, a verbal-like challenge, not not anything major, but enough to get her, I put her on her toes, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? So what, what are some things that you do? Well, I mean, I'm kind of understanding you, so if I am understanding you saying, you asking me, uh, would I say something like, Girl, you probably gonna sit here and listen to me, and you ain't chicky and everybody, and live lovely and this and that, or whoever you wanna be with. It don't work that way. You ain't gonna disrespect my staff and think you wanna live. Facts. Mm. Nobody will disrespect my, and I told my team that. I I love you. They can't diss you. Before I let somebody go to commissary, I asked the officer, they cool? They good? Before I give them a haircut, they cool? They good? Mm. I never ruled that because when I come in there. They're going to kiss my ass for a couple of minutes. I got the white shirt on. I have to make sure my officers are right. You know, my officers said, you cool, you're good. And you disrespect my officers and think you're going to respect me? No. It ain't happening. I'll shut down this whole jail. I know mm. what I used to like to tell them. I have a no-knock 24-hour search warrant. And I like executing them. So I can not search you. They all used to a 3 o'clock search, a 2 o'clock search. I can search you anytime I want. And my biggest tool was taking their phone away from them. Hmm. How can I take their phone? Rules and regs say you're only supposed to get six minutes. You can call your attorney, but I have to call your attorney and make sure he's your attorney before I give you the phone. Nobody want to see your rock of that phone. You know, because I heard some guys say, I got a half an hour on the phone. I want it more. I made sure everybody got on the phone in my house. I ran my phone, and I ran the feeding. Nobody got an air tray. You know what an air tray is? No food on it. 
They just give them an empty tray, and you are deducted on You want to take it, not say nothing. Because back then in the 90s, we served them fried chicken every Sunday with ice cream. Fried hmm. chicken. Pork chops. They was living love. You know, I, um, see, the thing about it, let's say you said, I'm going out and I'm looking for a woman. Now, that's one thing. Now, let's say, on the other hand, you say you're going out and you're looking for the right woman. See, now, that's two different things. One, there's no criteria. The other, there is criteria. So the criteria should be in your hands, of course, but all of that's up to you. What you want in a woman, what you think is a good woman, what you uh, feel makes her good or not. Because a good woman, I mean, or a woman, can think she's a good woman, and she's basing what she's thinking on what she knows. What if you knew much more than her about good women? See, the thing is, if you don't know about women, then you're going to be going for going out to get a woman. Because dudes that go out to get the right woman have the criteria. He knows what he wants. She either got, she more than likely got to have a job. And if you're at a certain age. Got these responses, and this is just, you know, responding to him and flocking to what he's saying. He might not even call a bitch yet. But he's just seeing all these results, and his head is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and pretty soon his voice changed. And he, he might have a voice like I sound now, but after he really gets fly, his voice is going to change. But man, you know what I'm saying? He's going to start sounding like that when he talks. You know, his, his pitch, everything's going to change. And then everything he thinks of is going to almost rhyme, and it's quite accidental. You know, he, you know it just, it's, it's cool for it to rhyme. And most dudes, in reality, when they really, really pivot, they just be saying shit that rhymes because they know timing is very important. So they phrase all of their sentences. They don't just talk. They say it in a phrase, like a song. You know, they're, 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 they know what they're fitting to say, so they know how to say it. Just like I'm doing right, right now. I know exactly what to say, and I surely know how to say it. And I'm going to do this when I'm talking to a woman, and I'm going to have her following my conversation. See, pimps know that. <laughs> and they, 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 they just, <laughs> they don't necessarily rhyme, but the way they talk does just is, is beautiful, is poetic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, I, I definitely could dig it, man. Okay. You know what I mean? I got family members of squares. I got loved ones of squares. Fuck you, squares. Nigga, we living in a square world. The whole world is square, nigga. Fuck these squares, though. Squares is everywhere, nigga. You might. <laughs> this is how foolish it is to say fuck these squares. Johnny might. 
he might go to the car wash. And one of them squares that he said, fuck you two, work at the car wash. And they might do something to his car. Or he might go to the airport. And one of the TSA people that work at the airport might be one of them people that seen his live and, and was fucking with him at first, but now he just said, fuck you squares. You know what I mean? TSA people might give him a hard time. They might plant something on his motherfucking ass. You never know. You know? But to say fuck these squares, you're a stupid motherfucker, but you're supposed to be the GOAT, though. This is what your feelings got you doing and saying. Dumbass shit. But you the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I don't do nothing high, and then I leave a thirty dollar tip. You know what I'm saying? We have met. I go to. I just went to a big affair for uh, uh, G Mac, <clears throat> gangsters doing Mac and this and son. I went there. I put it all on my Facebook. I said from two block to the mayor's office, mm-hmm. and I'm hanging out with all of them. You know, all the bloods and everything else, and all the gangsters. And everybody at that place said how they gave me love. I put them all on my Instagram page. He said that. He said that. You know, I gave them all love on my Instagram page. Some people don't understand, man. Why you be talking to them? Because I never believed your, 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 your history was your destiny. I told them all that. What you did in the past, you can change in the future. Hmm. You know? So hmm. they clearly knew where I felt about them. I was like, y'all, we all can make it. And a lot of them did. You know, when that guy told me what he was doing in the community, he got violence down. He got a lot of weapons off the street. Hmm. I told him I'd be at his affair every year now you know mm. i know he is yes. yeah he, yeah he's a good yeah. brother he's doing his thing that's who you need to interview he's doing big things yeah we wait to, we, we're gonna wait till next month yeah get please him, get yeah. him up here you know what i'm saying mm. um so I, let me ask you a question back in the days they used to accuse the correction officers of being extremely rough to the inmates what do, what do you have to say about that abuse Extremely rough. You have one man killed himself. Rest in peace, Khalif uh, Brower. What's his name, Brower? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? How, what do you have to say about political in this country? It was never about politics, I don't think. Um, it's, it's, it's about budgets and wages yeah. and making profit, but, but nobody should be making a profit out of locking people up. When I first went to Forest Bank, they used to get paid for every bed. So if it held 1100 and they had 900 they get paid for 1100 that is a fact that changed that has changed over time yeah um some things in the private sector were really good they could learn the workshops at forest bank that's where people go to work kitchens fantastic bear in mind it was a new prison so when it was built it was it was purposeful the workshops they had welding workshops where you could learn to weld um Auto electrician, you know, where you could learn to wind alternators and, uh, you know, sort cars out, this sort of thing. They had double glazing units being made. They had furniture being made. And prisoners would get a decent financial reward. Not massive, people would think. And some people would say, you know, well, why are you paying people in prison anyway to go to work? Um now it's it's sort of backfired with public sector. If you look at strange ways, the two best workshops there, because let's let's look at prisons, right? You know, people talk about rehabilitation. Rehabilitation is what I had 
no man. But you know, that's the problem that some of us pimps like myself have. We see this type of shit and we overlook it because we cool with a motherfucker. Like I'm cool with Clyde at the time, but I should have known that when this nigga got out of jail, the pimp had bailed him out. The same bitch that left him stuck in there. He couldn't wait to go put his face back in her pussy. That's when I should have known, like, Freeze, you have no business fucking with this nigga at all. So, in a lot of ways, I'm more disappointed in myself than I am him. He showed me who he was already a long time ago, but I overlooked it. Why? Because we cool. We pee partners. You know what I mean? But that's how he showed his appreciation of Sinful. So Sinful should have known at that time that he ain't cool. You know what I mean? But Sinful keep looking out for him. Why? Because they cool. We both keep looking out for the nigga. Keep fucking with him. Keep validating him. You know what I mean? But the nigga showed us who he was a long time ago. And it's even shit even before that that you know, not big, not signs as big as that, but there's other signs that took place before that that really showed me that, one, this nigga ain't no man. I dig a show, the Godcast, I'm the same black man. If I'm on the Breakfast Club, I'm the same black man. If I'm with that coon Roland Martin, I'm the same black man wherever <laughs> I'm at. You understand? I don't shift for nobody. I'm the same black man in the courtroom, public school, wherever you take me, I do not change my colors, ever, and I never will. With that being said, Coming from a psychological perspective, you are out of your mind. Any of us are. If we think you're going to save every African in the United States of America, our people, some of them are so far gone that there's nothing you can do for them except leave them to be. And some of them will try to take your life before you can resurrect their consciousness. I don't ascribe to any utopian theory that says we're going to save all 50 million blacks in America. That would be ridiculous. You have to go fishing for those who you can save. I'm trained in, in psychology. So when we do therapy, the first thing we're taught to do from the gate, Sister Ra and Brother Jamal, mm -hmm. first thing we do is determine if you can reach this person or not. Is this person ready to change? If they're not ready to change, you know what we tell them? When you're ready to stop smoking, when you're ready to stop drinking, when you're ready to stop letting men abuse you, when you're ready to stop being intimidated by your employer, when you're ready to stop feeling sorry for yourself, then you come back to therapy. You know what I mean? Greatest. What I mean by that is, you know what I mean? These are from rods, you know, that just respected the game because of me being serious about my pimping. Why? Because when you serious about your pimping, you don't fuck with minors. Let me say that again. When you serious about your pimping, you do not fuck with minors. That's why it was an insult and disrespect for those to actually think that I would have knowingly did anything with a minor. When you really serious about your pimping, you do not deal with minors. We do not fuck with minors. Niggas that's serious about they pimping, they do not fuck with minors. Why? Because they love themselves. They got respect for the game. You know what I mean? They don't deal with little girls. They grown men. They only dealing with 
grown women or grown females that got the potential to be women, that type of shit. Let me tell you something, young pimp. Not only do you not deal with 13, 12, 14, 15, 16, 17, but you don't deal with 25, 30, 35 if they got the mentality of a 15-year-old. Not only do you not deal with girls that's younger than the age of one, I want to really apologize to you for having let you down for the mistakes that I've made, especially during the past year. I want to confess my fault, confess my wrong. I want to confess my weaknesses. I want you to know that thanks to Allah and you, I'm able to see myself better now. I'm able to see my weaknesses better now and my shortcomings better now. I do believe that in seeing them better, it may be possible for me to overcome them and become a better person. At least I am praying to Allah that this is the case. And above all else, I'm praying to Allah to put mercy and forgiveness in your heart and if you weren't merciful nor forgiving toward me, I could well understand it. All right, I made my point. Now, see, Malcolm is coming out telling you he made a mistake because of his weakness, because of the ego. So how come these Negroes don't see it? If Malcolm can see it, how come they can't see it? Malcolm telling you he made a mistake because if Malcolm wouldn't have did what he did, he would still be alive today. It was easier for him. What happens when you are in a herd and one sheep deviates out the herd? What happened to that sheep, Polite? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Not wow. Not, you know, uh, 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 what, what do you call it? Viral. Not viral, but whatever that word is. Carnal. Not that kind of way. But, but we got to be like the lion. Single yeah. mentality. You know, what we want is what's happening. And then, check this out, bro. That documentary, I bet that documentary if it went deep into the lions, it showed you how that lion sits. Once he got a pride of, of lions, he sits where he can be heard and he don't growl unless he think this or that. And when it's time to eat, he go with them, but he ain't running after no damn food. He a king. He go let him <laughs> hunt. Go ahead. Yeah. No, nah, and I was about to say, I, I should have, uh, let me correct myself, man, because actually the actual documentary I was watching, it was about um, it was about a lioness that got banished with her two cubs because, anyways, man, the, the male lion took over this particular pride, and uh, you know how it is, the lion that has the uh, cubs, the lion was about to kill him, so, you know, the lioness left with her babies, and she basically had to fend for herself. So that's why I was saying as far as the hunting, but I, I didn't correct you because, I mean, but, yeah, you're right. It was a lioness that was hunting. And, uh, that was hey, hey check it out. Is this. First thing about getting a bitch back is quit being a fucking liar. 
because you can't lie because the motherfuckers see through your lies. Second thing is if you did some shit, which you did, and the motherfucking bitch quit you, learn from your mistakes. Now, what did you do to make the two bitches quit you? You did the same thing to both, I'm sure. What did you do? They, like, I ain't tell her about the other one. So, like, they found out about each other. So, what I'm saying is, there's another right there. Lying. See, your problem is lying. So, how the fuck are you going to catch a motherfucking woman that's going to deal with you and you lying? Answer that, bro. I have no answers to that question. So, you know what I'm going to do for you, brother? Because you are 16, I want you to make sure you hit me on my email, Rosebud with two Ds at gmail.com. Because I work with high school students. Because I really want you young motherfuckers to understand there's a way to be a man. And you guys been stripped of it. So what? You got to learn it again. So what I'm going to do for you, and, 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 and I'm not doing this for nobody else, so I don't want no thousand calls. But we'll- I believe it was 86. Ice-T came out with a song called Six in the Morning. And that's how it started off. Six in the morning, police at my door. Get G post. Nah, I ain't told the trade story yet, man. I just we just getting started. We only six minutes and some change in into this live. So nah, I'm gonna tell the check the trade story. I got a few stories I'm gonna tell about the LA County, LA County Jail. But first and foremost, man, if you haven't today yet, go ahead and put some love in your body. Hydrate yourself, man. Put some water up in there, man. Put some more love in my body real quick. Excuse my pimping. Damn, I was bumping Snoop. They over here bumping Snoop, too. (laughs) 25-year-old classic. eulogy in one more day yeah those is heat off that murder was a case that whole murder was a case soundtrack was the heat bam what's up with it man facing east what's up with it at this through the through the guise of, of white supremacy, we just continue allowing them to rob everyone. But the thing is, nobody's doing anything about white supremacy. See, the, and the thing of is, of course, even we're with, doing something about white no, supremacy. You're not. Nobody's doing anything I, about I, white I, supremacy. I, I heard you Ooh. say that on the tax uh, season uh, podcast. You said um, America is more racist than ever. Yeah. Yes. You you believe that? Not believe. I know what's so the, what's America's the proof that more racist than than ever. ever. Yeah. So right now, it's gotten worse. White supremacy so has gotten worse. So you agree with worse. Donald Trump we have to make America great again then? Um, yeah, but he's not going to do it. How's he going to do but it? But I'm just saying you would like to go back to another point in time. What point in time do you think Let's just was... make America great. But you know, uh, Again, let's make it great. Well, apparently it was greater before, according to you. What time period would you like to go back to? I'm just saying. I like never... 1863? 
No, there's emancipation no proclamation. Like when? So, when was America? Like you're telling me America used to be better in I terms of racism? That. Well, no. You well, said you said used to be verbatim. Better. You said verbatim. It's, it's worse. never been more racist. Right. So, so you, you saying, tell are me you a flipping point? that to say that I'm saying that it was better racial? Because that's wouldn't. what never been. No, 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 no. Implies. No, because yes. you cannot have better racism. That's the thing. We live in this. I've always said we live in a system of white supremacy. Sure. That's what I said. Sure. We live in a white. And there is no progressive white supremacy. There's no better white supremacy. It's just white supremacy. So there you is, haven't killed each other yet? No, 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 no. no, 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 no good conversation. Gawkin men put them in a system. Why did they accuse you of being allegedly saying that you were part of the gang? They wrote an article and said that you They did. A big article. I can't believe some of the stuff I went through in my career. I'm in charge of the gang intelligence unit, okay? As a captain, as an ADW, and a DW. I lived in that unit, okay? I lived doing security for my whole career. And when the, the Daily News put that two-page article out on me and went upstate to see somebody, a.k.a. Doughboy, to confirm that I'm blood, hmm. That's so ridiculous as much as I was taking them down. Let me tell you what the Bloods used to do. They used to do uh, uh, goodbye slashings before they went up north. Because mm-hmm. remember, anything they did in the CL system, they never got arrested for before. You, you cut somebody in jail, you was no arrest. It was like, all right, you cut them. Wow. You got an infraction. Well, under the leadership of Carrick and Frazier and, and some good good supervisors ahead of me, they put it in order. Say, no, we're going to arrest them. If they if it's a crime outside, it's going to be a crime in here. Hmm. So when we started arresting them, that slowed everything down too. But I was the main one doing it. I went on. We got this one guy off the bus when he was going up north. He cut somebody that night. He got on the bus to go up north, thought it was over. We turned that bus around. <laughs> and we got up there and said, yo, Black, where you at? You're under arrest. Wow. We didn't do things like that. We was some dynamic stuff we was doing in the gang intelligence unit. But that wh- changed all of that. But why would they? To hurt it in order to have her. You dig? And... It just got the game all fucked up because bitches nowadays, they feel like they don't have to earn anything. They don't have to stay down for nothing. They don't have to go through the process of anything. You know, back in the days, a bitch had to stay down, get her a choosing fee, and sacrifice that choosing fee, you know. But nowadays, bitches look at the choosing fee as some, some big old thing. They can't even fathom the idea of staying down and getting something up like that because <laughs> they don't have to. You know? Shit is just crazy. Put some love in my body real quick, man. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up button for a pimp one time. Wipe your feet off at the door if you haven't done so.
So yeah, man, you know, <clears throat> the way it is nowadays. So with them, I lived a fairly spoiled life. But then when I went to my father's mother and went to the hood, you know, it was like a three bedroom with like maybe mm, 10, eight, and anywhere from eight to 13 people living there at one time, all the time. You know, one bathroom, really a half of one downstairs, work every now and then. You know, but there's people on in the basement, laying on the couches downstairs, and us kids upstairs in the bedrooms, you know, plus grandma room. So it was, um, but like I said, it was, it was hard, you know, but it was love. So with the love, it was fun. You know, we, you know they made it, you know, you didn't, you didn't know to notice the struggle and, and recognize what, the, you know, what it was because it was love. So you got started in the game at what age? Which game? <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, like I said, I call it management, but yeah, same thing. At the beginning stages, when I first found it, that's what the man, you know, that told me. That's what he was doing. He had a whole, a whole different formula that he worked through the dance clubs. Now, how old were you? Uh, at that time, I was twenty-five, going on twenty-six. And how many girls did you have in your in your stable at the, at, at the peak? Uh, six. Yeah, I was living in a half a million dollar house on, um, I was living in a half a million dollar house uh, on five acres, six bedrooms, five and a half baths. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, six. This is where? This was in uh, Tennessee. In Tennessee? Yeah, Memphis. Memphis. Campaigning in the Greyhound, you need to watch what the fuck you say. You don't need to allow words like pimp to come out your mouth. You don't need to be sitting over there using words like pimping out of your mouth. That's why I encourage you guys to read the dictionary. That's why I encourage you guys to just read. Because you don't have a vocabulary. Everything out your mouth is cat, bat, apple, snapple, bitch, switch, pimp. He's a simp. Down, Greyhound. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. You should be able to talk about the game without basically talking about the game. Speaking indirect, but very direct. And if the broad's comprehension is not uh, great enough for you to understand, then in all honesty, you need to leave that broad alone because she's not even intelligent enough to comprehend what you're conveying to her. Okay? But when you are in the Greyhound, first of all, number one, because I had to learn myself. Now, for those that are in position, there's a P that's in position and then it's the P that ain't in position. Watch this. The Peter's in, uh, in position, he's financially blessed enough to basically get him a Greyhound ticket. My uh, my bill by, by $20,000 in attempts to try to bankrupt me while, while also holding on to the event ticket sale money. So they knew how much money I had been spending and they were essentially hoping that they could break me in order to make sure they can mess up the event. Um, and then if, you, if, if it goes on for a few minutes later, you'll even hear him mention that uh, he was instructed by Jay Morrison to cut off my domain 
for all my ticket sales. Uh, uh, Jay is pinky in the brain. He over there sitting up concocting schemes. Let's go back. So it sounds like commingling. I, I I'm just going off what I heard. Sound like I I give you five hundred dollars from my last. And you tell me you're going to give me uh, whatever return. I'm $40, $50 a year. I don't know how that makes sense for me, but that's what I'm expecting. We've been two years in, ain't nobody got no money, as I understand, right? Has there been anybody that got paid their little return? So he just got the original investment. Is he refunding the investment if you want it? No. He's also not refunded. I'm, I'm walking it down. So no refunds. I ain't getting no return. It's looking like a donation. I said, now let's talk about what we do see from this call. What we do see is that you take that money, you then use it. But this man is saying that got paid. It's time. People, which I will... You might not even know notice this, Sean, but I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, I don't know a couple shows ago. Remember that brother was talking about how he gonna get my shit because of you. Yes, sir. He did. But let me yeah, tell you this. Let me tell you this. I told you. You will know that you are at the pinnacle of being alpha and being confident about what you do. When people describe you as a motherfucker. Because if they wanted to say you were the best, they could say you were the best. If they wanted to say you were the greatest, they could say you were the greatest. If they wanted to say that, that you was better than the greatest, they would say whatever that is. But if they, so when they can got a not word? figure out a word to describe you... <laughs> They say <laughs> motherfucker. Correct. Correct. That's the only catchphrase. Hey, hey, right. hey, Sean. You was on the show, so you heard it. The yes, he sir. describes you as a motherfucker. And that's yes, the absolute top of the line compliment. Because all do this right. Make sure you do that right. For your safety. For us, because I want you to come back to me. That's the main goal. I need you to get back. So I'm trying to communicate this to you. But I'm telling you a whole bunch of shit. But guaranteed, she's probably only retaining about maybe, hopefully, 50, 60% of what you just told her. And she can't go back and rewind it unless you're going to tape yourself talking to her. Right? So you have to communicate with that female and communicate with her and communicate with her sometimes over and over. Because I know girls say to me, okay, daddy, I know. Okay, I've heard it. I've heard it. Right? But I have to teach myself to communicate more and more and more so that you get it, so that you understand it, so that you're safe out there, so that you can go get the money, so that you can come back to me safely. So when communication is right, the nation is right. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what I believe, man. You know what I'm saying? Peanut to pimp, my church. Peanut, that was great. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. It. Very interesting. All right.
ungrateful ass nigga. But this is all off the, st- off the strength of what Sinfulden did. Off of the strength of how Sinfulden validated you, nigga. So anyway, um, I think the bitch ended up getting a little bit more money than that. I, I want to say she came with like... I'm not exactly sure, but I want to say she came with like 600 or something like that. She got some more money. The bitch did bust a dash, you know what I mean, on the boy. And she ended up coming over there with Danky, right? Now, mind you, Danky got the weekly over there in Vegas with all his little stuff in there. But it's all little shit that could be easily replaced. You know what I mean? So really, you got a, you got a decision to make. Stay here in California and pimp on this bitch that's really trying to fuck with you. Or run back to your comfort zone. Because you ain't got no confidence in you're supposed to be pimping. You know what I mean? The bitch, like I say, she come through the door with like 600. You know what I mean? It's the weekend. You know, over the weekend, the bitch handed him like another like 15, maybe even close to 2,000. Like basically, by the end of the weekend, the bitch done handed him more than two racks. You know what I mean? The bitch on the blade, you know, doing her thing. So all you got to do is pimp. All you got to do is stay here and pimp. You say, you know, heading towards that cliff, you would have, you know, grew along the way to know what's, what's going to happen when you get to the brink of that cliff. Like, you can't be there happy. you go, right, brother. You go to that cliff, man. You got to be running straight There towards. you go, brother. <laughs> what I'm saying uh-huh. is uh-huh. some motherfuckers, some motherfuckers are half-stepping and actually get up there. But they the ones that fall off the cliff. <laughs> that's real. Me man, and you. That's real. Me and you. Hey, me and you. We gonna get up there and know to stop some kind of way, or we gonna have a parachute already designed, or when we jump, as we going down, we designing what we need. Those are springs. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Hey, bro. I, I mean, it's that. Look, let me let me see. Wait a minute first, because I got something for your motherfucking ass too. Because uh, you don't sound like you have all my shit. But nah, I, I got you. What? Well, I was about to say it's a it's a uh, situation. I actually got your. Uh, I purchased part one and part two probably like a year ago man but to be honest with you i just never uh i've been listening to you ever since you know i got it but i ain't got into it because you know right now i'm kind of with my uh i'm an entrepreneur so i'm just working on basically you know being financially independent and then once i get to that point what's your idea real nigga reparations access man you know what i'm saying like we we boxed out. Even like Angela was saying earlier about like cryptocurrency and technology, it, we gotta we gotta we underrepresented in in technology. I just opened a um um a co work space in in my neighborhood called Vector Ninety, mm-hmm. um and so when we did our grand opening. Don Peebles, who's a billionaire real estate investor, came down and he's on the board with us. And, you know, he spoke and 
you know, my partner David Gross, who whose idea was originally, he put facts about the wealth inequality on the wall as like the aesthetic of the building. And you look at Facebook, you look at Google, you look at all of these billion dollar, multi-billion dollar technology companies mm-hmm. and look at their demographic. It was like a bar chart, white, Asian, you know, black. Mm-hmm. It was like less than, the highest one I seen, I think was Facebook with like 9% mm. black people working in that country. How many of us got Facebook? All of us. All of us. How many, how many artists who got hundreds of millions of followers are black? And you know, they, they, they leverage their value off the amount of people mm-hmm. and eyeballs. So it's, that's what I mean when I say in right now at this moment, you know what I mean? That's what, that, that would be what that term represent. Like we want access, you know what I mean? We should be included.